So, fun fact. The Mona Lisa was stolen from the Louvre in 1911, which attracted more visitors to see the empty space than the actual painting itself. Now, if you take this information and you join it up with the fact that people were actually paying for fart in a jar, as I was saying in Battle of the Sexes episode 100, then you can clearly see that human beings will actually find value in absolutely nothing at all. Like literally. Just think about it. Think about it for a second. The way it is that human beings are finding value in some of the most pointless things on the planet is 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 beyond me. Cuz when you actually think about it, like the Mona Lisa was stolen and people decided to flock to the Louvre at the point in time when it's already gone. Like you wonder if people were going there to bathe in the essence of the fact that there was a Mona Lisa there. Like is that what they were really going for or what exactly were they looking at? Cuz to make this a little bit dark, it's kind of like those friends that never give you a cent or they never pick up your calls and shit, but the moment that they hear that you've passed on, they're the ones that will contribute the most to your funeral. Like they're the ones that want to show that, you know, I used to love this guy so much. I'm putting in 10k, 20k, 50k for for this person and they never helped you when you were around. Although out of the dark stories and on to something that's a lot more relevant to this, when you actually look at a lot of what people consider art, like fashion, like half of the shit that you get at fashion shows is absolute garbage. Like that shit usually looks ugly. You'll probably only ever wear it once in your life. Hell, the person that even buys it might not even wear it, but you find that those things will retail mad. And that time it's just some person wearing something heavily outrageous that they probably should never wear outside but you're still finding people flocking the the Paris fashion show London fashion show New York uh Milan as well like these people are going in there buying so-called statement pieces and them shits can't even be worn and you even wonder why people would get that like what's so artistic about that shit like I'm foreseeing a scenario where you'll find people are going for that fashion show and on the Victoria's Secret line they're going to have the nude collection for for summer and then they're just going to have people walking out there and they're just not going to wear anything. Like it'll just be people that are completely naked walking, you know, the models male and female and then people are busy looking they're like, "Oh my goodness, that's so artistic." And then what they're actually selling you is a see-through polythene bag. Like that's what I'm actually foreseeing if it hasn't already been done yet because these fashion people nowadays they're about to sell you on some basic shit and then charge you $5000 for that shit. Although then again, if I am talking value then I might as well provide some value and my value is this podcast. Maybe you might pay for it, maybe you might not, but either way it is free and I should start it. And I usually like to start it in my very typical fashion. Why I start by saying Welcome to Breakdown on West Side, your number one breakdown podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who is actually contemplating getting into fashion. Then maybe you know get a couple of garbage bags, model them into clothing, have models come out and then call the concept trashy and sell it for $10,000.
Smooth concept, actually. He is a man that once believed that Bukaki was a Japanese form of martial arts. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets, and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, the drill is pretty simple. If you know the drill, you can say it along with me since it almost sounds like a song. If you don't know the drill, then you can just listen. Then the next time you hear it, you can also sing it along with me kind of like a song because it's a very simple drill it's how you get to send your tweets or tweets that you've seen so that i can handle them and we can discuss that shit and it goes like this you see that tweet you like that tweet you want us to discuss that tweet you send that tweet you send it to the dms of at bagaka the d which happens to be my personal twitter handle and i will take it from there and i will handle it accordingly if you are on facebook or you are on ig and you happen to have found a screenshot from twitter or a screen grab from twitter then the place to send it to is at Breaktime on West Side on Facebook and on IG and I will take them from there and I will handle it accordingly. Now, we need to get into the tweets real quick, but uh, I have something that I do want to talk about. Actually, I have two things that I want to talk about. So I have Steph and Aisha Curry being in an open marriage and I have a dilemma that involves a baby mama and a baby daddy. Now, I'm guessing for the sake of time sensitivity, I'll just go with the Steph Aisha Curry one and I'll probably do the baby mama debate and dilemma sometime next week, possibly on Battle of the Sexes, if not on Tweet Street. All right. Just for the sake of time sensitivity. Now, let's move it to Steph and Aisha Curry. So apparently, according to a report that was made by Demoir, uh, or I think that's what it is, a page on IG that specializes in celebrity gossip that is very well known for coming up with very, very true uh, celebrity gossip. Apparently, NBA star and his wife, Steph and Aisha Curry, respectively, have been in an open marriage and they have the freedom to go and bang other people, you know, their own side pieces and shit. And people were kind of going a little mad about it this week. And, you know, people were busy talking about, oh, well, at least, you know, people won't have cheating stories and shit. And, you know, there's the whole feeling of, uh, oh, like marriage now is a scam and shit. And honestly, like I saw this story and I saw it trend in some places and people were busy talking about it. And honestly, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think it's actually a very, very good coping mechanism the way I see it. And the reason why I'm calling it a coping mechanism is because of the kind of person that Steph Curry is. Now, for anyone that follows the NBA or anyone that pays attention to American entertainment news, then you know very well that Steph Curry is quite literally one of the biggest, if not the biggest NBA stars of right now. He's pretty much a guy that never misses a three-point shot at this point. And he is pretty big on the NBA. And if you know anything about NBA guys and influencers and women, they're usually pretty big targets for influencer types that are trying to be on the come up with a guy. Like, they'll probably attract more women and more gold diggers than any other sports profession that we know of. Save for running your mouth, which, well, like I said, very important form of cardio. Now, because they attract so many women, and they attract so many babes, then it's definitely harder for a lot of these guys to be, how would I call it, faithful? Like, it's very hard for them to resist the urge to go and bang because some of them look amazing. Like, you can pretty much find a babe who's exactly your type in every single physical way and she'll be hitting on you and she'll be wanting to give you the D. So for you as a guy, 
who probably started out not getting babes or even though you started out getting babes it's like you're getting the exact kind of babe that you want it's not that easy for a guy to be faithful in the nba now of course People have always looked up to the idea of, oh, you know, he's married and he didn't have any cheating scandals around him. And a lot of people would actually see that as, you know, a very, very good role model. But now this comes in and all of a sudden it distorts that. And that's what I think the problem is. Because deep down, I think there were so many babes that saw these guys' marriage and they thought about it as the perfect couple. And they believed that someone like Steph Curry is proof that you can find yourself a rich, successful man who is at his pinnacle, who will look at every other woman and say, no, I am going to stick to my wife. And something like this, whether true or false, distorts that. It distorts that mindset. It distorts the mentality that such a person exists almost entirely because there's not that many babes that are very open to the idea of an open marriage or an open relationship. Like that's what I feel like the problem is because I don't really see as though that's that big of an issue. And I did say that it did seem like a very good coping mechanism because when you think about it, this guy who happens to be at the pinnacle of a sport that very, very few people get in and a lot of people get hunted by multiple women will obviously attract a lot of babes. This guy must be having at least a couple of babes sliding into his DMs on a daily, sliding into his Twitter DMs on a daily. Like, the number of people that would love to be this guy are immense. And the number of people that would want to be with this guy is even more than that. So, do you think it's going to be easier to tell this guy, you know what, I don't want you screwing with anyone and hope that he won't do it or do you think it's better if they just come together and they're like you know what i know that there's a ton of babes that want to bang you and i'm sure you look at some of them and you think you know what i'd like to hit that i want with every fiber of my being to hit that and i know probably i might not be enough to satisfy you sexually or you know maybe you're in a different place so we can't be together at least on a physical level then how about you go and you bang people and we can set up some rules as long as you give us the love which you know this guy clearly seems to love his family and his kids and his wife and shit and you know you use protection or you know maybe you've had enough kids so you know you just you know like snip the testes a little bit get that vasectomy and you make sure you keep shit safe and you keep shit off the radar and we're good how about that he looks at it he says you know what that looks like a pretty good plan and considering that i can't be there with you all the time and considering that you know you're a basketball person's wife you know probably you also want some loving but i'm too busy at practice or busy traveling for games or maybe i'm just too damn tired to satisfy you so probably if you could go and get somebody also keep it on the deal then you know we can we can keep this love alive then i can be good with it and just like that it's a much simpler solution because when you look at the likes of pj washington you look at the likes of of tristan thompson and shit like those guys went and fucked around and got babes pregnant so as long as people can keep it safe and can keep the bond alive then it's a very very good idea way i see it that's a very very good idea so for the people that looked at the two of them as the quote-unquote perfect celebrity couple that you know didn't have any cheating scandals and you know never used to cheat on each other i'm sorry you have to accept that no couple is the same 
and for some things you find that couples will have to adapt and their way of adapting might not be your way of adapting to things but considering that it's not your relationship in the first place well go figure anyways that said let us move it on so on to our very first tweet of the episode dating a girl with a kid is not easy sometimes just a little argument and she uploads her kid and she captions my only happiness okay about the whole captioning thing of my only happiness personally i don't get bothered by such shit if if you're gonna do that then that's entirely up to you like if anything i knew for a fact if i was dating a single mom if i was dating a girl with a kid i'd know for a fact that kid will always come before me there's nothing to argue about there if if the shorty is putting you above the kid then the shorty has a problem and you need to run for the hills because part of motherhood 101 and this isn't something that's taught in a class or anything this is literally just biology and nature is first rule first rule your child comes first everything and everyone else comes after like that's motherhood 101 so if she's posting that up i'm probably going to be unbothered although that said dating a single mom dating a girl with a kid whichever way you want to put it you know whether one sounds bad one sounds good or some shit is not very easy to do like especially for you as a guy in today's day and age it is not very easy for you to do because whether you're doing it short term or you're doing it long term there's some drawbacks that are there that aren't very easy to handle or can even be handled because you think about it if if you're gonna have a casual or a short-term relationship with that mother and at some point you get introduced to the kid something that i think is very hard to determine when you should introduce you know the kid to to the potential boyfriend or the boyfriend or the potential husband or some shit like that one is also very hard to determine like now imagine you get introduced and you're in a short-term relationship when things end if you want to move on and find someone else and say this kid liked you or this kid actually got to know you you're severing a bond not just with the woman that you're having a thing with but also a child now if that child had actually grown and had a good bond with you how do you handle it like it's complicated like that now let's even try and push it to a more long-term sense like at what point are you supposed to start taking up the bills of both the woman and the kid because yes you can handle the bills for the woman when you guys are going out on dates if you guys are going on a trip or some shit but when will you start taking up the bills and the responsibilities of the kid because you'll be expected to do that shit at some point because that kid is a part of the mother you can't leave one and and go with the other it's not done like that and yes the mother can say oh you know i'll take care of my kid but when you start handling bills when she asks you to move over or when she wants to move in with you like when are you going to start handling those bills are you going to start handling those bills that's a very complicated situation and most people might not be well equipped to actually handle that they just find themselves in that spot and they now have to start handling things both without choosing to wanting to and also without the plan of how exactly they're gonna do that so at the end of the day when you're deciding to actually go and date a single mom you have to accept one thing it's either going to be hard or it's going to be complicated 
it's not going to be easy and the chances of it being fun might actually be hindered quite a bit by the fact that there's a kid because when you think about it if you're going to smash her at her place and the kid is there then there's a pretty good chance she's gonna have to be silent and when a shorty's in moaning and y'all are fucking well there's just something that's lost there although then again i don't know that much about dating single moms so let us move it on to our very next tweet the realest women in a man's corner be the one he hurts the most by the time he decides to do right by her she doesn't even know how to love him anymore can i really say that this is true Mm, i don't know i doubt it okay yes it is true in a number of cases but i wouldn't say that it's true all across the board because if this was what i would say is true all across the board then i'd probably also be saying that the true mark of a woman isn't just when the man has nothing but when the man mistreats her this is almost like emphasizing that the struggle is a good thing for babes which i don't think is the case i think there's a lot of real babes that haven't been put through shit there's a lot of real babes that you know end up being treated right that have their man do right by them when he's he's doing good and not after he's put her through shit like of course there is the whole mark of him doing right by you when when he did shit to you for a very long time and that's painful and i'm sorry and it's good that you're now being treated right but to say that this is a fact is a bit misleading it's true in a lot of cases but it's not factual because when you actually think about it if this is the whole thing that makes the quote-unquote realist woman if you were to think about it then i'd probably be telling babes you know what if you let your man put you through shit it's still okay still stick to the relationship and continue taking whatever bs he has because he's gonna start doing right by you which is something that i would definitely never tell anyone because if anything like if you're being mistreated in your relationship and it's something that isn't being fixed especially if it's been going on for a very very long time like years and years and years if you step out of that relationship you know provided it's not something that's as concrete as a marriage because that becomes more complicated if you continue in that relationship you know holding on to this belief this idea that he's gonna start doing right by you at some point in time hell this nigga might even kill you like who says that he's going to eventually quote unquote do right by you that's a very dangerous assumption to make for anyone anyone at all any woman that's a very dangerous assumption to make so if anything if you want to stick by your man and he's treating you like shit then you know that's you you go do you but if you do not see any reason to stick around because this man clearly isn't doing right by you then either bring it up and discuss it with this person this man of yours and if no conclusion is set you can leave and go find someone who does right by you or simply just go out and find somebody who actually does right by you stop waiting and being mistreated just because you believe that someone's going to start treating you nicely at some point anyways that said let us move it on to our very final tweet of this episode this quote that says date men who have money 
It's one of the reasons why rich men treat women like trash. Because at some point in their lives, they were broke and women treated them like trash. While I'd love to agree with this wholeheartedly, I'll just come out and say that yes, it is true, but it's not the entire truth. Like, yes, the whole date men who have money does, in one way or another, contribute to guys treating women like shit when they have it. But when you actually think about it, it's not necessarily the case. Because, like, this is this is something that guys will go through a lot. Like, yes, they will be treated like trash by one woman or another. Not unless if you're one of those lucky guys that is never treated like garbage by babes, all right? Maybe you're one of those lucky guys. Maybe you just happen to be confident enough and, you know, you were in a position, you know, either put by yourself or other people where you weren't being treated like garbage by a babe at least once in your life. Now, does that justify that when, you know, the many of us that get to pinnacles of, of, of our careers, of our professions or in one way or another should treat babes like shit? Well, yes. Actually, no, I'm just going around with you guys. Of course, it's a no. You shouldn't treat people like trash. Like, why the hell is it that you have to continue a cycle of being treated like garbage, then you treat the next person like garbage? Like, that's not how it's supposed to work. Now, honestly, I do think that the reasons for, you know, a lot of rich guys treating babes like trash isn't necessarily just this. And I know this because there's a lot of rich guys, there's a lot of guys who have a lot of money that are more than capable of handling, you know, even six persons bills at the same time, like, you know, regardless of what it is they're buying, there's a lot of those guys that get treated like trash even when they have money. Like they get treated like trash by babes even when they have money. And honestly, do they end up treating babes like trash? No. Does that mean that they should treat babes like trash? No. But when you think about it, a lot of the people that do end up treating babes like trash, if it was because they were treated like trash before, it's because there's that ingrown hate, there's that ingrown bile or insettled bile that's been there because they were treated like garbage before. And they are pushing their pain and they're imposing it on other people because they were treated like garbage. So if that's the case, then that's a them problem. They're clearly having a problem and they're taking it out on people because they have the means to do it. Now, the other reason why guys with a lot of means can treat babes like trash, regardless of whether they have that pain or not, is because the babes will pretty much put themselves in the position where they can be treated like trash. Like, if you're worshipping guys with money, then you will be treated like a servant or a slave because you allow it to happen. Because if that's all that you want, if that's all that you're pretty much just, you know, fiending for, like if that's all that you want, you want a guy with money, then you're going to be treated like garbage because that guy has money. Because it'll start with one thing that goes past your boundaries, but you'll be okay with it because it's small. Then it grows and it grows and it grows and it grows. And the kind of tasks that he'll be asking you to do because he's putting money in your wallet or or you know you just love the fact that he's got money will grow and as it's getting to your breaking point and you want to push him to like reduce on it or to like stop what he's doing he'll remind you that you took up some of the other shit you will be reminded about the fact that you let a bunch of things happen and you were okay with it even though it infringed upon you know your integrity and so on and your dignity and you decided to let them happen so 
where it stops will probably be the moment that you choose to bounce and then because there's so many babes that are willing to make that exact same mistake for the right rich guy he'll just go and he'll find another babe who'll do the exact same thing so at the end of the day some of these babes that are being treated like garbage are being treated like garbage because they were okay with being treated like garbage so it's not necessarily the guy's fault per se it's the fact that the babes allowed it to get to that level although then again i might be wrong about this entire thing maybe because i don't have billions and billions and billions so i want your thoughts on this the dms are open on twitter it is at bagaka the d which happens to be my personal twitter handle you can slide in there dms are always open on facebook and on instagram it is at breakdown on our side feel free to slide in there as well thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are listening through castbox feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and i will attend to them accordingly if you are using an app that allows for ratings and reviews a rating and or review will be highly appreciated and i will catch you guys on the next break